I'm Denise. She's a non-fiction editor. And I'm Louise. She's a fiction editor. And together, we're the Editing Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Editing Podcast. So in this one, we're going to talk about prices, in particular, so-called low or unfair prices. Yeah, and this is something that we often see being discussed in editing forums. Perhaps another editor has publicised a price for a service on social media that other editors claim is too low. Yeah, or maybe an editor has been offered a price by a client that they believe is unfair or or, um, disrespectful. And so what we end up with is is a narrative that frames prices universally, as if there's one price that's acceptable to every editor, regardless of their wants, their needs, their location or their personal situation. And for us, that's a bit of a problem, because one thing we do know is how diverse the editing community is. And when new entrants to the field are trying to work out whether to accept a price they've been offered by a client or what to charge if they're setting the price, It can be problematic when others start offering advice about what's too low or unfair. Mm, Yeah. So the first thing to notice there is that we've made the distinction between accepting a price and setting a price. And that's really important because lots of freelance editors will find themselves in both situations. Yeah. So if your client is a publisher or packager, they might well set the price and you'll have to decide whether to accept it. But if you're working for an indie author, they might well ask you what you charge. You'll then set the price and it's they who decide whether or not to accept it. And the thing to bear in mind here is that no one is trying to exploit the other. Everyone's coming to the the table with a budget and those expectations might be so far apart that the conversation doesn't turn into a contract. But that's fine. It is. It's it's absolutely fine. Yeah. No author or publisher or packager is obliged to work with a particular freelance editor. And conversely, no editor is obliged to work with a particular client. Everyone's free to decide the terms of the project don't suit them and then walk away. That's right. And that's something that often gets forgotten about in editorial pricing discussions. We're not employees. We own our own businesses. And it's up to each of us to decide whether the fee on the table works for us or doesn't. And we have to recognise that this is just as true for the clients. They have to make their numbers work too. And so they have to decide whether the fee on the table works or not. And sometimes the fit between the two just isn't right. Yeah, It's not about fair, is it? It's about (laughs) business. End of. Yeah, unfortunately. Yep. And as as for getting advice from other editors, well, sure, it can be useful to chat things over with colleagues, but we all need to remember that no one but us knows our own economic circumstances or the demands being made of us. So if an editor tells me that my prices are too low, what does that even mean? Exactly. If, If the job I was doing before I started editing earned me half as much and meant I couldn't pay my bills but the price I'm earning now from editing means I'm well enough off to pay those bills now and therefore it meets my needs it doesn't really matter um if the other the other editor thinks it's too low yeah yeah I mean it's high enough for you yeah and in theory that's all that matters and it can work the other way too so let's say I set my price at x and publicize that and lots of editors say oh that's a good price or a fair price or a high enough price 
Well, how do they even know? Yeah, it's the same thing. It might actually still not be enough to fund your life. Yeah. You might have expenses such as a mortgage or health insurance or carer fees or the fact that your car just broke or your roof fell in. I hope none of those things happen. <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> and those mean that the price other people are looking at isn't high enough at all. Not for you. Yeah, that's just it. A price that others think is okay actually bears zero relation to my needs. Yeah. So our recommendation is that when it comes to pricing your services and deciding what to set or accept, it's you who has to do the maths first. Work out what you need to earn. That's your starting point. If the fee you're earning for a project doesn't meet those needs, it might be too low for you. Yeah. And if the fee you're offered by a client doesn't sit well with you, it feels unfair for you. Now, that doesn't mean it's unfair full stop. Instead, you're acknowledging the subjectivity you're bringing to the table. So the next step is therefore to decide what you're going to do with that feeling. And if you can't get past it, you decline the work. Yeah. And that's the correct course of action, I think, because taking the issue to Twitter, Facebook, book or Instagram isn't going to solve it. It doesn't change the fact that all parties in a project negotiation have a budget and sometimes it will fit and sometimes it won't. And anyway, think about what you could do with that extra time you spent discussing the price you don't like on social media. Yeah, that's the, that's the point you always make, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you could be contacting some new potential clients whose expectations are a much better match for your own. Yeah, or you could explore some macros or other tools that would increase your efficiency so that some of the prices you're offered end up working out at a better hourly rate. Exactly, yeah. And the other thing we should talk about quickly is location, because that's another factor that often gets forgotten. Yeah, good idea. So a lot of editors work for clients who live in different countries. So I work with a lot of American clients. And over the years, I've noticed how the exchange rate, something I have zero control over, <laughs> affects how expensive I appear to be. And yet the price I'm charging in pounds hasn't necessarily changed. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So another editor telling you that your prices are too low or saying that what you've been offered by a client is too low or is unfair isn't saying anything that would necessarily make any sense if in two weeks time exchange rate shifted because any conversion they did at that point might now give them a price that's acceptable to them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's why we need to be not be handing out pricing advice. Well, um, by pricing advice, I mean sort of like that's too high or too low. That yeah, kind of yeah. To our colleagues. Blanket statements. Yeah. yeah. Or using public spaces to shame editors who've already made their own decisions about what prices to publicise. It's none of our business and we don't have enough information to comment. Yeah, that's so true. Instead, we should really be thinking about encouraging those who ask about pricing to do their own calculations so that they can make informed decisions that suit their own needs and wants. Yeah. Now, don't get us wrong. We're not saying don't talk about pricing. There's a lot to be said for having open conversations about all these influencing factors with your colleagues. If you feel comfortable about it, we've noticed a definite shift in people's willingness to discuss money over the past few years. Definitely. Yeah. And there are conversations happening right now in private Facebook groups where editors are discussing pricing and all of the points we've discussed in this episode are in play. Yeah. And for many editors, these conversations may be the first time that they've realised that they should be working out what they actually need to earn. And others might not have considered that where a particular package is based might mean that the fee they're offering which some might regard as a pittance, is actually more than editors in that country could ever hope to earn. Yep. So Louise, to go back to the initial question, just so we're clear, when is a price for editing too low? Never. <laughs> There's no <laughs> such thing as a universally too low price. 
the question doesn't make sense. Thank you and good night. <laughs> there, she said it. This is the end. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. That's it for this episode. Um, I hope we've given you some food for thought there. Thanks so much for listening to us again. And if you'd like to help support the editing podcast, you can join our Patreon community for only £3 a month. Yeah, we'd love to have you on board if you're interested. Um, so hop over to patreon.com forward slash editing podcast. All our patrons get exclusive access to a huge batch of transcripts and we'll pop a link in the show notes for you. In the meantime, she's been Denise. And she's been Louise. Join us again next time. Bye. Bye.